on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Stay a while and listen to Sai's Fireside Chat. And while you're there, stick around for the Midsummer's Fire Festival. And we have mandatory fun nights for almost every night of the week. And updates on how we fare in the Hobo Wars. Not to mention, Abavan is here to talk to us about AIE in Final Fantasy fourteen. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 299 of the podcast celebrating you, the Alea Yakta Est gaming community, the Die Has Been podcast. This is Mucal. Greetings, gamers. And to my left, somewhere ish, is Hetsemi. Uh, I'll be right back. There's a settlement that needs my attention. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and to his right and up is Mikala. <laughs> Guys, do you have any idea how big of a cake we're going to need for next episode? I'm already working on that. Um, Tet, we're going to need a bigger oven. Uh, yeah. And this week we are go- joined by special guest Abovan, who is here to talk to us about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome. Hey, it's E3 week. Woo! Woo! Okay, that's all I got. Yep. <laughs> next week. Which yes. means we have a hard stop in an hour because you're in, in, in forty or fifty-three minutes because E three. Yes, yes, yes. Eight thirty. I will definitely suddenly be gone as I watch the Bethesda opening. Which, yeah. Or you can just watch it on your iPhone or Android device while you watch the live stream of of Max and myself playing Final Fantasy fourteen on our Twitch channel. I'll have you here in the corner, but you know, multitasking. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, what I'm hearing is definitely we have a hard stop tonight. Yes. It's multi, like multi game of twitching. <laughs> multi twitching. Multi twitching. Yes. All right. Yes. What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, speaking of which, uh, if if you are watching us live, uh, thank you. Uh, we're surprised you're distracted by all the E3 goodies yes. running around. Um, Microsoft ended theirs a couple hours ago, and people have been buzzing about that. We got Bethesda coming up. A um, lot, lot of our our guildies are are very excited about what's coming because it's going to be lots of fun stuff for us. Um, so, other than that, real life stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and see what everyone's been up to. Um, how about real life stuff? Let's start with Tetsumi. What have I been up to? Oh, another settlement. No, as you can <laughs> tell, I've been. Uh, Deep into Fallout 4, uh, McCullough was kind enough to loan me the laptop so I could dig into that. I'm about halfway through the the main storyline, trying not to get distracted by all the side quests or the, uh, oh, you've got eight settlements. You need to connect them all together and then build up the defenses. And I'll be halfway through a mission in a, you know, internal dungeon and I'll get the alert. Your settlement's under attack. You should go help. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, no, that's, that game, I realize it's been out for a while and people played it to death. It's a lot of fun. There's a, there's a lot of good, goodness in there. I know some people prefer Fallout 3 over Fallout 4. I like the management of the, uh, settlements. It's, it's fun and interesting. And, uh, I've been playing a lot of that, um, little bit work on my high mountain torn finally made it to 80 
And I actually took him not to Pandaria, but to Cataclysm because I just got done with Pandaria. So I'm trying to stagger which uh, which zones, you know, or expansions I'm going through. So um, and I've done Vashir to death because that's my favorite zone to start out in. So I'm I'm going to Hygel. Um, No, Vashir is good. The, The the only thing is it's too damn long. Pardon my French. It's right. uh, just way, way too long. It's, it's like two or three zones. It is. It, it's like it. Well, it is. It's it's actually two zones, and they cut a th- the third zone completely out of it when they trimmed it back from beta. Because in beta, it used to be even longer. Um, but and then a little bit of a little bit of Star Wars. Um, but but mainly Fallout Four, and then helping McCullough try and figure out how best we can. Uh, drill holes in d20s and d10s so that she can make them pretty jewelry yeah so um i think that's that's really about it that i've been focusing on so i'm gonna burn the the high mountain tour and my goal is since july 1st is the quote-unquote cutoff for the 32-bit client on wow which I forgot to mention in the notes but hey we're mentioning it now (laughs) um everyone's expecting the pre-expansion event to happen like shortly after the beginning of July. So I want to get him done before then. Makes sense. Yeah. So McCullough, what have you been up to? Well, I'm almost out of that post Comic-Con fog that I've been in Um, because two weeks ago today, the uh, three up podcast hosts were busy breaking down um, two tables at Phoenix comic fest yes it was quite the epic uh, raid oh my god <laughs> that thing was broken down in no time at all then we had to deal with the um logistics of getting getting a few uh businesses out and the cluster f that was loading loading out and then getting to sushi in time for it to close to celebrate someone's birthday yeah, that was. It, it reminded me of a of an uh, an Overwatch um, one of the uh, escort missions, uh, yeah, ha- that, bringing it, yes. yeah, and having to protect it from all the people saying, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> yep, that was pr- yeah. that was pretty much our Sunday night two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, kind of been in a bit of a haze since then. Literally, I think I lost a week, uh, so that was fun. Um, geeked out over Solo. We finally saw that yesterday. So oh that. yes, sorry, I forgot to mention that I am wearing yeah. my, I am wearing my solo shirt because you know you got it right. right. I guess I should probably wearing mine, but I did not. It, it's really on. good. We had a blast with it. We really did. Yeah. You know, we had we had set our expectations. I think at a good level, but honestly, and that was weird. A, it was weird because it was the first time we have not seen a Star Wars movie in the modern era, the Thursday night, oh, uh, but we couldn't yeah. because of con. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was weird. And then last weekend was just too busy. So we finally saw it um, because we need to see it with my mom and we need to see it with our best friend. Um, but we, so we finally saw it yesterday with all the appropriate parties involved. Um, expectations were kind of low, even though like everybody that we knew that we respected their opinion, um, they really liked it. So I was, I was hopeful though. And it was a blast. It was a really great time. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It- it's a it really is. It was everything movie. I wanted. I wanted, I wanted a heist movie set 
not not Rogue One, but I wanted a heist movie set in the underbelly of the Star Wars universe on Corellia, and that's what we got. And honestly, the fact that they did bring in some of the elements of the EU was pretty cool. Um, and I like yep. what they're doing with it when it comes to kind of just bringing in EU where appropriate and then also changing things to their needs as they need it. Yeah. Well, the, so. the guy taking the tickets when uh, my wife and I saw that movie, he was convinced that the next series of movies is going to be all about Revan. He was and oh, he was yeah. going nuts about that, saying it's going to happen. We will get a nice of the old Republic mo- series of movies. It's going to happen. He was going off <laughs> on random people here, and I saw this in Central Pennsylvania. Which, for those who don't know the geography of Pennsylvania, you got Pens- uh, you got Philadelphia on one side, Pittsburgh on the other, and Kentucky in the middle. And we were in the Kentucky part, <laughs> so uh, there are people yeah. there. Who's that guy? You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know the Pitts area, so. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty much West Virginia, practically. Um, right. <laughs> so that's how that's what I've been up to. Oh, and gaming predominantly um, our Marvel's game, which is taking a really interesting turn uh, because we started out working for the authority, which is Reed Richards gone crazy and we quickly rebelled. <laughs> like first mission. Yeah. Like first mission. It's like kill this kid. We're like, no. Um <laughs> and then we happen. find out the reason yeah. he wanted us to kill the kid was she's worthy to hold a hammer. And yeah, so that's a good time. And then also uh primarily been playing mage, um, which is been interesting trying to see different threads of an RPG, different characters on my different paths finally coming together. That's what I've been up to game-wise. Mia, what have you been doing? Um, a little bit of the same, oddly enough. It's it's almost as if I was like in your presence for a while and kind of followed along that same lines. I wasn't running a booth, though. Um, yeah, like, you're running like, after a toddler, preschooler. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. A very, very, very curious and, and often um, uh, not quite angry toddler, but uh, why aren't you doing what, what I said? Uh, I don't understand. You, you you understand me, right? Yeah. Well, why aren't you doing what I've just told you that we need to do? Right. Yeah. So that that's been fun. Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, we uh, we went to Phoenix Comic Con as visitors instead of uh, uh, actual uh, participants. Um, I got to hang out in um, Arizona for about a week. Uh, it was uh, it was actually kind of interesting. It was about the same time as the heat was coming up in Texas, so we, it was just drier. <laughs> Yeah, yes. exactly. So it's like, oh, that's not that bad. We just don't go outside. And the, right. the, one, the one big difference I'll say is that Phoenix, at least the at least the convention, does a much better job of of keeping the area just cooler and like you know the, the you know those misting fans and like yeah, even the oh, outside yeah. areas were cool. Yes, yeah. That, yeah. That, that was the funny thing is we noticed the second that we were far enough away from the convention center, getting to to our hotel, that's when we suddenly felt, oh yeah, we're in Phoenix, aren't we? Yeah, we're right. in the, yeah. the desert summer. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you go outside and sit in the tent, the shaded like the beer garden tent and eat? Uh we were we hung out there. We didn't actually stay in the beer tent, but we were out there like in yeah. like in the back area because yeah. there was a there was a little hidden area where there was a couple of food trucks that everyone didn't know were yeah. there. Yeah, that's right. where we hung right. out. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they had the misting fans and uh, they just left the doors open to let the air conditioning come blasting out. Yeah. So yeah. it was actually pretty pleasant. So it was nice. Yeah. But uh 
so yeah, we we had that. Um, uh, we also um, yesterday, probably at the same exact time, we're watching mm -hmm. Solo. Uh, me and, and Mrs. View, uh, we really enjoyed it. it. Again, was a very good heist movie. Um, I, I definitely I, I couldn't see some of the same complaints I've seen. I have saw nothing but good. Um, Lando was awesome. Oh my god, it was, was awesome. Yeah, Perfect. that was yeah. And you know, the, at the at the at at the worst, I could see that the actor for Solo maybe he was he was trying to mimic original Solo maybe a little too much, right? But that wasn't a bad he did thing. A good like, job, he did yeah. a good job. Yeah, I think yeah. he did fine. I never in the movie, I never questioned and said, "Oh, that's right, he's supposed to be playing Han Solo." I was like, "No, he's playing no, Solo. No, that's, that's fine." Solo. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the only thing that I remember um, uh, uh, Mrs. Mew was asking, so I'm still not sure if I believe the whole he knows Wookiee. So. No. <laughs> yeah. no, I think he does, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But yeah, uh, but yeah that was, yeah, that was, yeah, very well done. I definitely recommend seeing everyone seeing it. Uh, other than and that. Getting to, see a, getting to see a pike. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's, there was, there was so much, like, like the, the the fun thing that they found in the middle of things was yeah that was yes. interesting like <laughs> yeah I would love to know more about that kind of thing in the Star Wars universe definitely oh yeah and that's what that's what I love about this is they're exploring stuff that's not the mainstream story this is all the stuff that you you know because they're they're talking Republican Empire at high high society levels. And this is more of like, no, here's what's really going on, especially like the Empire. You're used yeah. to pristine stormtrooper, white uniform, mm -hmm. um, you know, in dress whites, practically in dress whites, right? This you got to see the ugly underbelly of what happens when the Empire actually invades a planet, yeah, and how the troops actually react and all that. And it's not white stormtrooper, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're defending our military base. This is grunts in mud gear going in. It was awesome. Yeah. And it was also like, you know, hey, that stormtrooper is actually the local cop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, this is what it's like to live on an empire world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's exactly. something fun they've been doing um, in the books, in the movies, is kind of showing you that grittiness that you didn't see with the empire. You saw the grittiness with the rebellion, with the rebels, um, but you did not see that with the empire before. Yeah. Well, even with like uh Canto blight in last Jedi, you got to mm -hmm. see a little bit of the underbelly or the, the know, ugly non, side, yeah. the ugly the, side of it. The non sparkly you, stuff. Yeah. And I love seeing that stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not all laser swords and, and blasters, you know, it's not. No. It's Laser, yeah, laser, lasers, yeah. And other than other than the fun with uh, Star Wars and Phoenix Comic Con, uh, there's been a few big uh, pushes for games. Uh, the you know, the the big one with Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, they had uh, Somerset come out, uh, so that kind of had my attention. And then a little while before that was the Destiny Two stuff, the going to Mars um, and uh, meeting Rasputin. So that's been fun. And then, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about what happened with uh, the next next Destiny 2 stuff that I think is helping to kind of bring people back to Destiny 2. So I've seen a little bit more action in there. A lot more interest in the raids there. Um, lots of interest in the Elder Scrolls Online raids. And then we'll talk a bit more about that later. Yeah. Or we could even talk about it now. Well, hang on. What, Abbo, what have you been up to? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> there's um, I have been playing some video games. Mm-hmm. I have been doing a lot of work. I have been uh, watching over the two twins. Um, oh, yeah. I broke my ankle. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Brilliantly. Yes. Yeah. Chasing after balloons, mind you. Hence, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. back to the two twins. So yeah. um, I am doing better. I'm uh, I'm in a just in a brace now. I'm no longer in the full uh, oh, walking boot casting crushes like I was. Right. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Um, like, and when I'm not, uh, I'm working sixteen to twenty four hours straight. Oh my god! I have been yeah. playing um, Destiny two and Final Fantasy. Um. Uh, see, if my Final Fantasy and I got, I started up a new character and leveled him all the way up through the story, just to say that I did it again. Mm-hmm. Even though one character can play everything, yeah. I was, why I not was have curious. one when you could have two? I've done that four times. Yeah, so. so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on. Uh, you know, the game was very interesting. Uh, it's um, the um, new character. Oh, was it uh, the Road to Sixty buff? Is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, do you that. like getting three times the work for only doing one time for doing the work one time? Well, then this is your thing, right? <laughs> yep the the goblin preferred status uh, bonus plus the you have already leveled a character to max bonus it works uh, really okay. well together. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. Crazy, um, but yeah. So I've, I've done that again, and you know, picked up some of the more um, foreshadowing that I didn't catch the first time around. So that mm-hmm. that's very cool. Mm-hmm. With um, different different race, different starting class, what what prompted this? Because why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, no, um, I've done no, the same. Um, part I did do it as a um as a as a human versus a Lala fell this time around. But I'm thinking of, but I still have three advantages burning a, a hole in my pocket that I might <laughs> actually end up using to bring them in line to my other characters. That Fantasia is very addictive. You got to be careful. Yeah. Well, I have three of them, and I, I, I actually still have two of them left on Abelvan, my main character. Gotcha. Um, because I, I, you know, I like being the little guy doing the everything. <laughs> yeah. This this game's really good about like if you if you're getting like whole new expansions, they'll just drop a Fantasia on you, which is a it's it's how you change your race. Oh, and, thank you. Yeah, I was say, what, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fantasia yeah, changes like your race, okay. your your um. You can even do your gender, uh, mm-hmm. the way you look. Like it just lets you change everything. everything. But your name, like yeah. race, yeah, because it gives you like a race skin. Basically, yes. So yeah, the only thing it won't change is it won't change your your starter city, and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to change your classes because it doesn't have to. You, you're all the classes, so right. Got it. there's no such thing as a, as as that, but. But yeah, that's the thing is every every new expansion, they're like, you know, you know, you might let want to train th- things to learn a little. Here, here's a Fantasia. Or hey, we put some new races in there. Maybe you wanted to start the whole game as, you know, one of the, the lizard people. The uh Aura. Um it's 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 actually pretty handy. It's it's nice that they do that. And you know, I'm sure they still make money off of people buying those. But right. you know, yeah, it's it, nice that they it was like free. uh three for ten bucks or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, geez. they're real cheap. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can still buy, you know, they, they, they do have the online store for cosmetic stuff. They haven't put yep, any right. uh, gameplay items on the store outside of the the story skip and the um, level to 60 skip. Yes. Yep. Right. It's it's actually kind of handy for, for a little bit amount of money. You can say, you know, I'd really like to play this this class here, 
but I don't want to level the entire thing over because I've already done the main cl- uh, main story. So I've lost the main source of experience mm-hmm. and I don't want to grind through fates because I've already done that on my other classes. Let's just go ahead and boost this one to 60 and then I can try it out on current content and see how it plays. Uh, current ish. It takes you to 60, yeah. max to 70. Well, so yeah, but, but you can still use got it on work to do. content. You can you still, still got work to do. On Stormblood stuff is, is the thing. Yeah. You can still go you can't to. Spend the money. You can't spend money and go raiding. Oh, no. Definitely no, not. No. 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 Unless you're yeah. raiding level 60 stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, there could be, but that's, not, is, that's not the cool cool thing what the cool kids are doing these days. No. But it yeah. is it is nice that the game still allows that that if you want oh, to yeah. go back and, and do like the Alexander raids from from uh Heaven's Ward, it, it it scales you back. So you're not having you're not overpowered, but you don't feel underpowered. It's kind of one of those you you still like it feels like current content. And it's in cool. the raid roulette. There's a so imagine this for like WoW or your game of choice. All the previous raids, um, you can queue up for a random raid zone, right? Right. And it will love it will level sink you down to the, the make it meaningful content. So it's a challenge, so you still have to do the mechanics. But right. then by doing that once a week, you, um, you get modern modern game rewards. That's the raid roulette. Gotcha. Yep. Right. So stuff. let's say you know, I feel like running um uh, Black Temple, I can queue up for that, but then I get current um, Jubilee Stones or whatever they're called in uh, Warcraft these days because I haven't played it in in years. Yeah, and Warcraft is starting to catch up there. It's they're they're starting to get close to it. They just don't they don't leave it on permanently. It's just hey, you can do Black Temple this week. Right. Yeah. So, so cool. Yeah, I think we cover that. Cover the rest of that in Final Fantasy news. Yeah. We do. Yes. We will. Yes. All right. So why don't we jump over to news that I tried to prematurely jump into? This week's news. <laughs> jump in. Yes. Yes. Let's go to AIE News. AIE News. All right. And there is, in computer need news, there is a new post up on the AIE Guild site entitled AIE Community News, shockingly enough. It's intended Ooh. to provide some cross-community updates as well as insight into some of the work the officer team does behind the scenes in all the games. We're planning on having a post like this at least monthly, if not more frequently. Let us know what you think either in the comments section there or email to officers at aie-guild.org. And in Guild Podcast News, our very own Cyrene has started talking to members of the AIE community in a new show called Size Fireside Chat. So far, she's interviewed Diddy and Valarius, um, and Will and Antibus, and uh, Termacue. Thank you, Termacue, <laughs> Accusad, and his family, Sethos and Old Lady Franks, and Giggles with OLF's daughter. You can find all the episodes in her at episode channel on the on Discord. Um, this week she will be interviewing Grim Cow on episode five. And in the Sotor Escape Podcast News 244, uh, Max and Sema Fury Roadmap. In this episode, AAE Sema, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 244 hang out of the casino while they walk through the summer roadmap in detail. Um, Sotor Podcast 245. SWCC, the Chicago Way, uh, AIE SEMA, Max the Gray, and Astromech EPC 245 talk about the PvP update and Star Wars celebration details on, well, and visiting Chicago. Um, no, 
while all while they check back on the sorcerer class story. Uh, this uh, the wow, I can't really speak tonight. It's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> the new uh, those podcasts are available at newoverlords.com. And also make sure you can check where all good podcasts are sold, served. Alrighty. And in upcoming streams, uh, don't forget about the AI Guild Twitch channel. It's at twitch.tv slash AI Guild. And it's hosting a variety of content from all of the known AIE streamers covering AIE and most of the games we're currently, running, are currently in, including a number of mandatory fun nights. Uh, you'll see people like Max the Gray, who will be Ooh. streaming Final Fantasy XIV, along with Ebavan shortly after the podcast, hint, hint. Uh, showing off the guild house and other activities that AIE Guild is currently involved in. Uh, also, keep an eye out for Twitch TV slash Denkinia Plays as she will be streaming New Braid in WoW along with Season 14 of Diablo 3, which starts on June 15th. She's very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Season 14 looks awesome. All right, and in Nomad's news... There's been an uptick in Destiny 2 activity with the announcements from the website as well as E3 about new content coming in, changes to the game. Jump on in and play with other AIE Guild members. Check out the Destiny 2 channel in AIE Discord server. And the start of the new season brought back faction rallies and the event that is going on now but ends Tuesday. It only lasts one week and there are rewards specific factions, gear, weapons, etc. There's also hype for the newly announced Forsaken expansion 2 to the game. A handful of guardians are popping up to finish weekly events to level the clan and obtain powerful engrams for all. The clan is still accepting new members, while anyone who hasn't been on for four to six months may be removed to make room for new members. You can always receive an invite back through the to the clan, though. And it is capped at 100 people, so that's why we have to do that. Yeah, yep. makes sense. And to warn you, but before you dive in thinking, oh, I'm going to finish this faction rally, um, just just to know, you'll have to get about a thousand of the faction tokens to actually complete it. So it's you'll still get neat random gear. Just don't think that unless unless you're really that uh, hardcore of a gamer, don't think you're going to get this done over the weekend. It's 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 quite the grind. Considering it is Sunday. Yeah. True. True. Who needs and- sleep? <laughs> um, not Abavan. He said yeah. he'll sleep tomorrow. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And in Guild Wow news, the Midsummer Fire Festival starts on June 21st and goes through July 5th. Please keep an eye out on the Guild calendar um, at wikiaie-guild.org. Um, for, look for calendar as well as on the AIE website for upcoming events, including groups of getting together to put out the Alliance fires. Yeah, they don't need that burning. No, we're fine. Nope. And in ESO news, the mandatory fun night on Fridays, seems to be at the same time as another game, continues to be well attended. Uh, The guild usually gets together and crashes an open world zone. They're usually hitting things like world bosses and looking for whatever sky shards are available, hitting the occasional dolmen, uh, delves, uh, public dungeons. Uh, They're all pretty easy stuff that you can just kind of dive, dive in and help them with. Um, so why don't you join them uh, or watch the Twitch TV slash the Duras to stream uh, on all their channels or otherwise hosted on the AIE Twitch channel. Uh, guild members are near, uh, on nearly every night running dailies, uh, working on the new story content that came with Somerset or even some of the older stuff like me. I've been stuck with uh, all the clockwork stuff. 
which has still been a lot of fun. Very cool. And in Star Wars The Old Republic news, mandatory fun night this week will be on the Galactic Republic side. The Conquest event this week is Relic of the Gree, so they will go fight Xeno Analyst and the Ilum Gree world boss, do the Ilum Rampage at the same time. The Conquest target typically is set for medium on the pub side and small on the imp side. Uh, whatever a faction they're, they're focusing on that week is typically going to be medium. And speaking of which, congratulations to the guild for taking on and meeting the large planet goal on the imp side and the medium planet goal on the pub side last week. Uh, a lot of effort, and that is an understatement, was put into that guild activity, and it was great to see the guild come together and conquer the goal. Uh, yeah, I know. I think Zen, if I remember what Max said correctly, Zen got like nine characters to uh, the personal goal, which is 15K. And mm. for those that don't know, for the large planet, you needed, uh, I think it's 1.1 million conquest goal points or 1.2 million conquest goal points and the medium is 550,000 conquest goals points so it was a crazy amount of of activity that the guild did and uh it's it's really good it was one of the uh quote unquote easier weeks to hit goals so that's why they said let's shoot for the moon uh, that's no moon yeah. uh and go for the conquest goal and they did it. And now we've kind of backed off and said, okay, you guys really worked hard. We're going to back it down to the, the easier stuff. So that was a really good job by the, the guild on both sides to hit that. Um, and they have already hit their goal on the Imperial side, which was a medium planet this week. Um, and I think we're still pushing on the Republic side. I'll wait for Max to see if that's true or not. Cool. Um, and also, speaking of Star Wars, let's celebrate Star Wars in Ooh. Chicago on April uh, 2019. And the tickets are going fast. Uh, last week we checked, they were 80% sold out, and the full vent passes were already sold out. It is a five-day celebration of everything Star Wars. And I think crazy. it starts April 8th, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, also, Friday, June 22nd at 8 p.m. Central, Star Wars The Old Public will start their monthly guild event. Guild member Marcus is driving it and plans to take the guild on a rampage, taking down as many world bosses in the game as they can find. Uh, that's first in what will likely be a new series of monthly events uh, led by Marcus and held in Star Wars The Old Republic. So thank you, Marcus. We'd love to see non-officer members stepping up and running events, and this is going to be fun. Yes, thank you. In STO news, uh, the fleet has been making big steps towards the various holding projects. Also, for submitting an umami application for the new Jem'Hadar, just use the Faction Federation and the Race Alien. It is bonus day lithium weekend. Um, so Come do cues, mine to lithium, earn extra to lithium this weekend. The next weekend is going to be upgrade weekend, where tech points are normally doubled uh, for your upgrade kits. This will help you get all your new uh, Jemadar captains and all your old captains to the max level gear. If um, MK15, yes, that is correct. MK13 is no longer the top gear. The new and the new expansion of Victory is a. I'm starting that over again. The new expansion, Victory's Life, has been released. O Odo returns from the 
Dominion to form an alliance with the Federation and the KDF. And because of that, you can now create Jem'Hadar. If you purchase a starter pack, you can unlock the Jem'Hadar Vanguard race. They have an added bonus in space combat on the top of the default ground bonus that you gain regularly with this race. All Jem'Hadar start with at level 60. They're also the grammar, they are also Gamma Recruit. Where there are various objections to complete um, for corresponding rewards. Many unlo- unlock account-wide rewards that you can claim on other captains. And the Cardassians are another um, sea store race as well as they join the fight. They start at level one and act as any other option for races as standard caption- captains. As with all things, there are many new ships and other and some old lockbox ships that are now on sale available in the sea store. So if you're hoping to get any of the old Jem'Hadar ships or the Cardassian Gaylor cruisers, you can now visit there. Uh, the Dominion has not been sitting idle with their ship technology, and there are four new Tier 6 Vanguard ship variants all for d- the Dominion ships. The Cardassian also offer uh, six new Tier 6 Intel ships. And if you're waiting on the new Garda- new Vanguard uh, Jem'Hadar ships on other captains, once you level up, the ship mastery on the level six tier, it unaccount it unlocks for you account wide. So fun. By the way, I would like to say I knew all those Star Trek words. Woo-hoo. Yay! Good job. Yay! I may have once had a conversation for about twenty minutes about the reality ladies, and we call them Cardassians the entire time on accident instead of Cardassians, and then halfway through realized we were talking about Star Trek villains. So yeah, unless they start putting spoons on their foreheads. That's about <laughs> nice. it. Alrighty. In other star related news, uh, Eve, uh, the hobo wars between several small alliances and their large superpower backers continue and show some signs of gathering strength. Some hobos have left the area. Some have fallen. Some have joined larger groups. The AIE is getting settled uh, in our current home. Um, have been very active conquering and defending the territory. Uh, we have uh, excellent s- support set up for current pilots and welcome anyone that is curious to join the public channel in the um, AIEU Discord. Uh, check out the EVE Embassy channel in the AIE Discord for more information. So with that, we're going to go ahead and get back to Abovan, who's been <laughs> quietly waiting, and get find out what's going on. Go back to our previous conversation where yes. we jumped the ship. You know, we're yes. jump, ship, jump. Back to our conversation previously in progress. Yes. <laughs> uh, jumping ship. Woo! Now with All show right. notes. Or, uh, now with pictures yeah. in show notes. Yeah. He jumps yeah. out of the airship. What? No. Um. Yeah, it's the nicest looking show notes we've had in a while. I know. Like, I know. Why I, do we have I'm, 12 pages of, of show notes? Yeah, I'm stepping it up for all the other shows here. All right. So here we go. So we can make it back in time for our E3 conferences. All right. Patch 4.3 in Final Fantasy 14 hit. That is um, the third patch in the Stormblood expansion. Uh, this one's called Under the Moonlight. Um, very, Just like all the other Final Fantasy patches, very on this title. Um, essentially, this go, again, it's um, all the patches in, in, um, in Final Fantasy 14 are all uh, pushing the story forward. To, ooh. I just whacked like my mic. your filter. <laughs> Pop filter, anyway. <laughs> Um, so each one um, pushes the story forward. So there's more. Um, it, it's like an episode. So, so we have like the main movie, you know, the, the actual game. And then we have like little episodes leading up to the next expansion. Right. Um, so this one here, we go over um, the, you know, what happened, 
one of the ramifications during the uh, the Doma campaign, and um, what ha- what to do with some stuff that happened in the the post credit scene because you know everyone has post credit scenes now. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you know it goes over that. I mean, I don't want to go into that without if you guys haven't played through it yet. Um, if you haven't, um, please, um, give it a go. It's a it's a fun game. It's a fun ride. Next thing, pre-pictures, pre-pictures, pre-pictures. Next. Other things they added. They added a new fight with three question marks because it's a spoiler if I say who it is. Oh, okay. Definitely. Big stuff happens. So it's cool. Very cool. So do it. Unless, of course, you're gear locked like me and having to grind to get up to the new gear level to actually do that fight. Yes. You'll get there. Um, feel, uh, just a few Menda cities and away you go. Or Menda I've cities. Actually, yeah, I've actually been spending all my time grinding Centurio seals. Centurio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm now at 310. So, hunt seals. Well, if you yeah, get, um, yep. Actually, I'm doing the hunt seals because I still want the level 70 target dummy, which you need, I think, 700. No, some, you need a lot of seals. I think you need. Uh, <laughs> It's seven tokens and it's five hundred coins per token, so thirty five hundred. Yep. yep, and that would be that would be for the guild house. Is what it will be for. We'll talk about more about the guild house a little bit. Um, other thing they added in this patch, um, there's got we got a new four lords, um, side quest, uh, which culminates in its own little boss fight at the end. Uh, we have a twenty four man Ivalis raid, uh, or Ivalis. I'm still. I hear it both ways. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really don't know which way it is, but it's the same um, um, storyscape as um, Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Twelve. Um, so it's a it's a well known well known area in Final Fantasy lore, and this is the second twenty four man raid. And, and the twenty four man raids in this game are your. Um, more casual raids, um, a lot more forgiving. Um, yep, it's just very big and intense just because you have 24 people. Yeah, it's, you essentially have three groups of eight. Eight is what, what they consider a more hardcore raid. Well, now you've got three of them and you kind of lose people, <laughs> which yeah. which invariably happens. It's, it's yeah, all dead. Kind of like molten core, anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You, you're fodder yeah. now. Enjoy. Yeah, it, you are. It's made to be completed. Let's put it that way. Yeah, uh, it is not made to be one person can wipe the raid type of encounter. Uh, but it's the, it, it's difficult in the only respect that it's in only respect that it's there's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and there's they're very visually awesome. Okay, um, there's also the the Doma Enclave Reconstruction Project. Now I'm not going to say that. Doma was destroyed in like an earthquake or a flood or or something else. Um, but it does there is a reconstruction project of some sort, which you actually can they actually have a list of items that they need from the world that they'll give you far better rewards if you give it to them than just selling it to a vendor. And you would then get rewards of your own by rebuilding uh Doma yourself. And, and there's like you know certain things they need, and then it resets every Tuesday, you know, on raid reset day. New Beast Tribe, the Nazamu, which are you know the little fish, catfish people with uh, cat bells. Um, Not cat Daily bells. Quest, 
Daily Quest Chain, what makes these guys cool, though, is these are crafting quests. Oh. So you don't actually uh, go and go, go here and kill and, and kill me eight rats. It's go and craft these items, and it scales from levels um, 60 to 70. So um, if you've been playing the game, so you have the uh, the actual um, quest, um, Beast Tribe, which can level you one to, one to 50. And then you have the Moogles, which can level you from 51 to 60. And now you have these guys, and you go 61 to 70. So you can actually do these quests from 1 to 70, and they're very rewarding. Um, you know, meaning that you, you get a ton of experience by doing them. So you can level all your crafters without actually doing, without grinding up tons of, um, of uh, iron bolts or whatever, you yeah. know, makeshift items you need. One of the, the one of the cool things is they typically give you the materials you need to craft with, so mm-hmm. you're not having to pay millions of gil to actually get all these materials. They give you the thing, or they tell you, "Go kill that thing in the corner because it's holding the thing you need," and you'll do that. You'll grab the crafting things, and, and they even give you a chance to mess it up because you, you can mess up crafts in this game. So they'll say, "Okay, got some more math for you. Go grab them, and then you can try it again." So it's it's very very neat, very fast, very nice, clean. You know, keeps it all together. It's kind of fun. Okay. Very cool. Um, for those who have um, uh, ranked up through your free company, I'm sorry, your grand company, mm-hmm. um, you can actually create a little squadron of your guys. Not not much unlike um, Star Wars guys, like your little companions. You can send out and go do things, and they come back, and they usually fail um, yep. because they're a bunch of uh, you know death dealing machines normally to themselves. But now you can actually go out and go run dungeons with them and make them not as as um, uh, death-seeking people, and actually, you know, go out there, run dungeon with your followers, and now they've added a few more dungeons, so you get more variety through that, as well as you can now glamour, which is Final Fantasy speak for transmog, and you can also um, dye their armor as well, so you can uh, go in and have a theme with your NPCs. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, ba 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 ba. Um, Bard performance actions. So, uh, similar to Lord of the Rings, how you can actually pick up an instrument and actually play it on your keyboard, and that actually plays player music. Um, bars can do that, and they have been able to do that for a little bit. Uh, they've added a few new instruments. They added flutes, oboes, clarinets, fifes, and panpipes. And the entire keyboard can be keybound now. Wow. So, you can do some pretty, some wacky things with it. Yep, I've already heard people, as you're walking by, you'll hear someone, as a bard, you'll hear them playing some kind of random song. It's actually pretty cool. In any major city, at any given point, someone's always playing the Skyrim theme. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh let's see. There's lots of job changes. Read the notes. <laughs> so many. <laughs> so many notes. There's a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Dark Knights are more knighty. Monks are more monkier. Read the notes. <laughs> um, Cross-server link shells are now a thing. So um, servers normally can only talk to each other. Um, they did add recently the ability to send tells to people off uh, and add, add people to your friend li- friends list are people within your own data center. Well, now you can actually have a bunch of people connected to a single chat, chat channel. That's re- really what a link shell is yep. uh, to a single server. Um, it's still at a pretty entry-level functionality at this point where you can only have one cross-realm link shell at this time, but 
Um, if it gains popularity, then obviously then, you know, the people are hammering the forums, hammering the Twitters, hammering out the Reddit saying, we want to have more than one. And I'm sure they'll give it to us eventually because, I mean, it's pretty uniform in their yelling. Yep, and it comes in very handy because if you've uh, been paying attention to the Raid Team Recruitment Channel in the AAU Discord, uh, there is a uh, Final Fantasy XIV static group. Um, what were they called? Engineering Incorporated. Um, yes. They are actually uh, multi-server, but in our data center. Um, so they, they can use these now cross-server um, link shells to talk to each other and coordinate so they can actually raid together without being on the same server. Yes, and you can raid with me because I joined that group. Of course you did. And I, I offered to come in on on Tuesdays because I'm busy Mondays, but right. Uh, see, new feast for those who would like ranked PvP. Um, their their ranked PvP is a little bit different. It is team based, um, but it's kill a guy, but then you have to pick up his gold, and then you have his gold. Uh, so, but then you once you pick up someone else's gold, you become more valuable than just a newly respawned person so then mm-hmm. people try to come after there but there's also power-ups running it's a fu- it's actually kind of fun that sounds fun um, so uh, if you end up on a killing spree and picking up a, a bunch of people's gold then you could be your you know your mis- mr money bags and then people will be gunning mm-hmm. for you uh, but there's a new season for that it is ranked you do get rewards for ranking high um also very important critical patch note very Everyone's much waiting for this is uh, I mean, this is uh, quite possible. I think like one of the three top yeah, features huge. in the game, in all of gaming. I mean, yeah. Half Life Three, it's a game changer. Whatever, Half Life Three, um, Warcraft Four. Oh, I mean, cosmetic item that we were all that humanity was waiting for, male <laughs> bunny ears, right? Complete with male bunny suits. And male pantyhose. They look good. Men in tights. They look good. Yes, men in tights. Uh-huh. Yes. The world has been saved. Men. Our, <laughs> long, our long world I... nightmare is now over. Hey, never estimate the power of men in tights, guys. There you go. That's right. And bunny ears. Yep, and it's just so, in time. <sighs> now that we have that done, other odds and ends is... Uh, if someone's in a hurry in a dungeon, run, 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 run. Go kill, kill everything, pull everything, kill, kill, kill. Run to the boss mm-hmm. fight and say, oh, I'm way back here, guys. Now you'll be uh, asked to jump into the boss room and you won't be locked out of the boss fight. Yep. Okay. So Now, it, there is some mechanism there so you don't gain the system. So if you die right. and respawn, you can't run back in. No, no. Yeah. If you walk in and then step back out, not going to work either. So you have, yeah. you have to like not actually step in there. So yeah. if you have a run, 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 dude, you can be teleported back into the boss. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've seen it many times myself running dungeons and playing the healer and the healer isn't quite as fast as everyone else. And let's just get this started. Um, Guys, you need a healer. Yeah. Yeah. So I see in uh, in our discord here, uh, Max is saying that's pretty useful right underneath the bunny suit. So I'm assuming he's talking about the bunny suits. <laughs> 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 Uh, you know what? So, the world will never know. <laughs> uh, so, um, Lords of Vermilion matches has been updated to include NPC um, challenges. So, there will always be a match available. So, Lords of Vermilion is a um, a parody of the game Lords of Vermilion, 
which if you mm-hmm. haven't heard of that game, that's okay. It never made it to, to, to the U.S. shores. Um, it's a card-based arcade game, which you is essentially a real-time strategy game that you play with your pets. So your all your pets have properties. Oh. Like your non-combat pets will oh. now fight. So right. you know how WoW has pet fights? Imagine yeah. if that was an RTS right. game. Yeah, it's basically um, Battle Pets Tactics. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. Now, for those who are, who's been paying attention for this game for a while, say, hmm, I thought this was a April's Fool's joke one year. And it was. And people <laughs> said, oh, my God, I want to play this. So they, then they added it into the game. So April's Fool's joke turned into an actual thing. Kind of like with Think Geek, what happens sometimes with Think Geek products. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, Chocobo races can also be registered via Duty Finder. And, well, something I didn't add in the notes is uh, Lord of a Million can also be done via Party Finder as well as uh, Triple Triad, um, both solo and in groups. Now, why am I saying a bunch of stuff about the Golden Saucer and all the minigame stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, we're in a special event right now. We're in a holiday. It's the Make It Rain campaign. Woo! Sounds good. <laughs> Make It Rain. Yeah, sounds um maybe not family friendly. No, <laughs> no, but we're, we're making yeah. it rain MGP, as in um uh, what was it stand for? Something Vanderbilt, gold, Vanderbilt gold, gold points, gold points, something. yeah, something like that. Gotcha. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's the it's a gold saucer currency. So um everything Senior gives chips. you everything gives you a higher percentage of points than what it normally was. So something gives you gives you a thousand, you get fifteen hundred additional fifty yep. percent. Right? Yep. So across the board. Um, in addition, there's a, its own little quest line, which starts off as a little bit of a ghost story, but then turns into a um, a little awkward. Um, um, what I say? Um, a little matchmaker quest line. So we have that going on. Now, we'll be um, some items that you will be able to get that's exclusive to this event. Now, this event does run for three weeks. Um, so you, you do have some time on here, but one, some of the items you can get are the little mini games that, um, like little quick mini games that are in the gold saucer, such um, such as the little crystal tower whack a mole game, the or the the uh, like texture strength hammer pound thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the monster toss, which is the basketball t- the basketball toss, um, and then there's also the uh, the punch the punch the Gilgamesh, or which is um, much like the punching bag games. Um, so you have those things. You, so if you buy them with your MGPs, uh, you could then place them in your house, um, like the free company house or mm-hmm. your own room or your own house and be able to play the games anytime you want. And the games are fully functional uh, to the point where they will actually reward MGP while you're in your own house. So while awesome. you're just hanging out, you know, chit chatting with uh with your guildies, or just um, or just waiting for your group to form up. You can actually be hanging out in the house. You know, playing uh, uh playing about uh playing uh monster toss. So that's the um that's the event. May 29th, we got patch four three one. So there's a lot of little mini patches that we're going to be getting in the four three. The first one came out uh, this week. Um, we got four three one. We're gonna. They added the weapons refrain ultimate edition. Um, so this guy, uh, this dude here, is the um, 
the same ultimate weapon that you fought at the end of a realm reborn, which is the base of the game. Um, that end boss has now been re—it's uh, been retooled for a hard mode, which is still was in original realm reborn. Then there was a savage mode. This is the ultimate mode, so you'll see it again. And the transitions and the fights for this game are very cool. Uh, give it a, um, even if you don't play the game, give the videos a shot. Um, the is um, the official name for it is a Final Fantasy fourteen a weapon reframe ultimate is mm-hmm. what you're looking for, and it's a very cool fight. It's a very cool, very cool transition. Even if you don't know anything about the game, it's a very cool transition fight. And it's also very difficult. Yep. It's made for the hardcore. Yeah, it's a, it's fun stuff. Um, upcoming in future patches, we will get um, a new deep dungeon, which is um, the Heaven on High dungeon. That's out in the, uh, Ruby, the, the Ruby's Lake, Ruby Ocean, Ruby, whatever it's called. It's the ocean area. Uh, there's a gigantic tower there. That's coming out soon. Oh, yeah. Uh, there will be some Eureka updates, which is the uh, the hunting zone, which is where we'll be seeing a lot of the... Um, uh, that's a lot of the grinding that can be done for your um, relic quest lines now, and there's some, like, some high-end weapons you can get from there, which are nice to have. And it's not... And I've, I've tried it out before. It's not as boring as we as we said it was earlier. It's, it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. There's actually there actually is some stuff to, fun stuff to do there. Um, it's good to do in spurts. And then there's also um, and then there's also going to be another patch that's going to um, add to the Manderville quest line it's for the world's greatest uh, inspector. Hildebrand. 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 Good stuff. Uh, my PlayStation avatar is is Hildebrand. Yeah, very and cool. My, and my, uh, if you've seen my Discord avatar, at this Nashu, his assistant. Oh yes, that's right. Yes. Doing doing her favorite thing, which is playing with bombs. Huh? <laughs> I was going to say, Mew. I think you have a blowfish on you. Oh no, uh, that yes. that is the happy fun ball. Oh okay. Oh, that's, that's like a blowfish. That's yeah. because you someone here got the uh, what was it was it the soundtrack of the original game. Uh, if it wasn't the soundtrack, it was, yeah, I think it was from the, was from the soundtrack, the, like, yeah, before like the 1.0. Yeah. yeah before, before the fall. Yep. So the, uh, looks yeah, almost like a puffer fish. Yeah. <laughs> With what? That, that is a, that's Dalamod. That's, yeah, that, that was, was the second moon, um, for, uh, yes. for, for Which the world. Which wasn't a moon. That's a prison. That's no moon. That's no <laughs> moon. That's a space station. Yeah, there was, there was a prison. giant uh, dragon waiting in there that uh, the bad guy said, "Hey, why don't you go and smash things?" Like and you do, yeah. and it smashed the entire game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, do you guys um, uh, remember the Final Fantasy video that um, they ended uh, the 1.0 series with? You know, the train wreck, game, the train wreck version of 14. Um, the game just like faded to black, and they played this video, and essentially said, "Hey, here's this big dragon," and blew up the world, and really did everything that. We were told Deathwing would do, except not be a complete right. a complete idiot about it. Mm-hmm. He actually did blow up the world and took the servers offline for nine months. He was in yep. that little mood. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. Oh my. Yep. He he was quite destructive and made our dis- characters disappear for a while. Well, the original characters disappear for a while too. If so you have the original not- characters, uh, yeah. most of us. I mean, let's be honest. Most of us did not. Most of the people playing the game now did not play 1.0. Point. I mean, there's only a few, few hundred, uh, hundred thousand people playing, and I think the last number was uh, what, like seven, eight million. Yeah, accounts. People playing at 
a hard number to say. They, they haven't really announced that, but it's a lot. There's a lot of people playing this game. And oh, I, yeah. I, I, I do urge you to come along. Yeah, if you uh, ever see a character with that tattoo on their back, that's an original character. Interesting. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. So, your standard tagline out there we play on, on Goblin mm-hmm. in the Ether Data Center. If you do not have a character on Goblin, you're playing elsewhere. You can group with AIE members uh, with cross-realm parties. You just have to be on the Ether Data Center. If you do not have a character yet and you want to start playing, if you join Goblin now, um, Goblin is a new player-preferred server, so you do get three times the experience while you're going through it. So all you really need to do is the main story quest line, and you will still be over-leveling all the content. So it's very quick leveling. It's a real nice way of um, get, getting introduced, introduced to the game for your first um, uh, run through. Um, PC, PlayStation, don't care. Mac, don't care. Same okay. servers. And um, those those that are returning and haven't played with us for a while, they've added a lot of really good quality of life stuff, including what's on that. the screen now. Uh, they uh, they have added a neat little thing that tells you, hey. These achievements are about to be completed if you just do a couple things. So Perfect. that's a nice little yep. thing to kind of get you into the game again. Yep. If you have played and your subscription has lapsed for more than 60 days, ask one someone on your friends list or someone in your free company like AIE or if you were in a different company, if you played with a d- different group of people, ask them. Uh, they can right-click your name and they can invite you back and then you'll get seven days of free time. And some more, and some silver chocobo f- feathers to get you some gear. And the also, you're also helping out the person who referred you because then they get gold feathers as well. Yep. Nice. So, yeah, gold um, feathers are neat for cosmetic stuff, whereas the silver will get you leveling gear. Yes. That's awesome. So, yeah. So, there's, um, uh, there's incentives to play the game. And, you know, we love to, and we, we love to hang out with you. There's plenty of things. Plenty of stuff to do in the game. Plenty of different types of stuff to play in the game. It's not just, it's not just PVE anymore. It's not a PV, not just a PVP game. It's not. I mean, really, the game is really all about you know, looking pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. There's a lot of prettiness to be to be had here. Be but if you want to go out there and kill gigantic things, there's plenty of gigantic things to kill. Plenty of hard things and difficult content if that's your thing as well. And we love to have you. We love to have you hang out in the house and and shoot some monster hoops. Be a good time. Which, if you are curious about seeing that the guild house uh, after this is done here, they will actually be streaming it on yes. Twitch, so you can look around at the house. There will be a stream. Yep, just stream to Twitch like Twitch TV slash AIE Guild. I stream a lot myself, so if you want to check out the game and do other things that we probably won't get to cover in the stream, I'd be happy to. Show you around. I will. I do take requests. <laughs> so hit Abavan up on uh, Discord. Discord, Twitchies. I'm Abavan seventy nine because uh, apparently I apparently I have the Abavan account, but I can't remember the password. Ah. I, already, I already linked my my Prime my Amazon Prime to my Abavan seventy nine. So that's who he is. That that's who I am now. Awesome. <laughs> right. Very cool. All right, and that's that's what I got. Any awesome. questions? There will be a test. <laughs> all right all righty and you cut to the bottom of the document yes yeah. 
All right. That is our show for tonight. So while the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we want to thank Abba Van for joining us. Thank you, Abba. No problem. Thank you, Abba. It's been fun. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're able to come on. Exactly. You are just at Abavan on Twitter as well, right? I am. I am at Abavan on Twitter. I am Abavan of two six four nine on the disc on the Discord world. I am Abavan seventy nine on the Twitch world. Um, <laughs> if you get me through one of those three, uh, you want to know how to get me elsewhere? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right. If you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the MewCow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, AIE-guild.org. Just click on the podcast live stream link. And our Discord server for chat is bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE, Megman, AIE member segments we received this week, including, guys, uh, I think we blank. did get Hunts the Wind. No, I think we did get Hunts the Wind. Oh, okay. Yeah, there is an ODN. Including Hunt, um, Overly Dramatic News by Hunts the Wind. Also, if you want to submit a segment to us, please feel free to do so. You can contact us at that AIE podcast um, email address, and we'd definitely love to have segments from our amazing AIE members. Including if you just want to talk about your stream, your AIE yes. field stream. Yeah, you can you record are. a podcast segment on your phone and email it to us. It's that simple. Yep. You don't exactly. need to have this setup that we all have. No. Do it on your phone. So in case you heard the uh, at the beginning of the podcast, it was this one is 299, which means the next one is 300. We are rounding Ooh. up some very special guests for the occasion. So yes. look forward to that. And until then, AIE, this is Mucow. This is Tatsemi. <laughs> this is Makala. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Gentlemen and ladies, ladies and gentlemen, please direct your attention to AIE. Submissions. Ow. Studious Scribe surprisingly solves Sword Seepage Scramble. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. No mission inscriptionist Blix Bertleblit thought she had it made. Silithus was an ignored zone, with lots of strange creatures to harvest for rare ink components. But then a huge sword came crashing down, and tons of people showed up to fight over the crystalline slime that came out of the slice in the ground. Blix figured if she could find a way to create more slime for the crowds, they'd go away and leave her in peace. She knew the local worms produced a slime trail from an organ called the Ong gland. She tried crushing a pair of the glands together, but instead of crystal slime, all she got was a brilliant blue pigment with an overpowering stench. Blix was nearly overcome when suddenly a flash of inspiration flared in her mind. Dipping her staff end in the bowl of the pigment, she traced a large blue square on the ground, making three ninety-degree counterclockwise turns. A burst of light flared, and when it subsided, the inside of the square revealed a pile of the coveted crystals. Absolutely overjoyed, Bertleblit's scream of triumph was heard for miles. Eureka! Two Azerongs don't make an Azerite, but three Azerlefts do! 
Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.